You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me today. And um, I want to talk to you about something just God's really been rolling over in my spirit. This is out of Hebrews. Um, there are, and I think many of you probably can identify with this, but, you know, after serving the Lord all these years and the age that I'm at, I can look back and realize there are a few moments in life that define the rest of your life. Uh, there are going to be times in your life that you're going to come to a fork in a road and you're not sure which one to take and it really takes the leading of the Holy Ghost. The decision that you make in that moment can forever define the rest of your future. And boy, I've seen this over the year with other people um, where you can look back and you can trace their demise to that moment, to that decision. And so it is so imperative that, that we learn to be led by the Spirit. And uh, you say, well, Pastor, you know, it's, it's difficult in those times sometimes to make the right decision. And, and I know that. But I also know this, that God has made provision and when you go to Hebrews, uh, chapter 11 is to bring us up to a point that Paul wants to make in chapter 12, or the writer of Hebrews. I think he was Paul. But chapter 11 begins to give us a summary of the great victories that so many people achieved. And um, I was looking down here. It says this, through faith, subdued kingdoms, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, were valiant in fight, and turned to flight. The armies of the aliens, that women received their dead back to life again. Some were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others had trial of, of cruel mockings and scourgings and bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, they were tempted, they were slain with a sword. And it, the list just goes on and on, and it says, in whom the world wasn't even worthy for them to be there. And for... Earlier on, he talks about Samson and David and Abraham and Enoch and Noah. And so um, he makes this list of all of these people. And none of them end in defeat. In the 11th chapter of Hebrews, he doesn't give stories of, of Judas or, or different ones that, that have failed. They're all about people who went through very difficult seasons in their life, and yet they still came out in victory. So then when you go to chapter 12, he starts off saying this, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So what he's telling us, he's saying, listen, you need to be strong in the Lord. 
But he said, I've already told you that other people have walked the road that you're on. They've been through the valleys that you're in. They've suffered even much more than what you're suffering. And they are a witness. Hallelujah. They are a witness to the power of God in difficult times. And so we get to the next verse, and this is the one that's really been in my spirit. Um, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And when we get in difficult times in our life, and boy, when, when you get there, it just seems like it's dark. And I don't know about you, but so many times when uh, I get in a season where it just seems like, you know, we're, we're afflicted on every side, even prayer gets hard. You know, you go to the Lord, and, and, and boy, when you really need to hear the voice of God, He's just like He becomes silent. And the enemy in that time is after three things in your life. He wants to steal your faith. He wants to steal your hope. And he wants to steal your praise. Because if he can take these, these three qualities out of your life, you will fail. And so the Bible here begins to make this statement. He said, we need to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. I love the fact that Christ is the author of our faith, but there's no sense in having the author of our faith if faith can't be finished. That's why Paul said, I have fought the fight. I have kept the faith and I have finished the course. And not only is Jesus the beginning of our salvation and our walk with him, he is able to make us finish strong. I wanna be able to say when it's over, I finish strong. And so looking unto Jesus, uh, you remember the story uh, in the gospels where Peter's uh, on a boat and he's with the other disciples. And uh, when, when you read this story at the beginning of it, I don't think there was any waves or storm. I think Jesus is walking on a calm sea. And the Bible says that, that Peter sees him. And when he starts looking at Jesus, he begins to think in a supernatural realm. Hallelujah. When you get your eyes on Jesus, it'll make you do things you normally won't do. And he said, Lord, if that's you, he said, will you tell me, come? And the Lord said, come on. And with his eyes on Jesus, Peter shifted over into a supernatural dimension. He is getting ready to do something that, to our knowledge, no human being has ever, ever done. It's never recorded in the scriptures. No one has ever done this. The Bible says he sticks his leg out over the side of the boat, puts his feet on water, and the water is it's like it's solid, and Peter walks on the water. As long as you can keep the enemy from making you distracted. See, that's what he wants to do. He wants you to lose focus. He wants you to, to 
the vision that God's given you. And, and a lot of us, we have a vision. Uh, my vision right now is is for God to finish this building program we're in. And, and to be honest with you, right now in the natural, it, it looks impossible. And I've told the Lord that. I said, God, you must gonna be do something really great because right now there is no way in the natural we're ever going to finish this building. And uh, you, the vision right here. See, the Bible talks about this. It says that, that when we are spiritual... We navigate life by faith. Faith is the eyesight of the spiritual man. He said, we walk by faith and not by sight. These eyes and how we process through the natural mind <clears throat> is how the natural man sees. When you get in defining moments where one road can lead to disaster and the other road leads to the will of God unless you have discernment. Oh, hallelujah. And boy, this comes out of intimacy in the walk with the Lord. Unless you're able to hear the voice of God and see in the spirit, see past, because the enemy will decorate that one path. Boy, he'll put signs up there that it looks like this is the way to go. The easy way out is generally never the way that God picks or else it wouldn't require faith. And so uh, Peter, he's, he's able to do something that's impossible because he's looking at Jesus. And then the storm comes in and the waves begin to, to raise up. And the moment that Peter quit looking at Jesus is when he began to sink. In the storm, this is what I, I, I'm speaking to some of you. You are in such a storm. I'm in a storm. The body of Christ is in a storm. In the storm, if we don't keep our eye on Jesus, if our vision is not on Christ. Remember the scripture, I think it's in Proverbs, that says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And I think this is talking about when you can't see Jesus anymore, you're not going to make it because the enemy will cause you to walk in a different direction. And when Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, see, what made Peter have the ability to walk on water? Because he was watching somebody else do the same thing. He was watching Jesus do the impossible. And he thought, well, if he can do it, I can do it. He told me to get out here. The Lord is going to invite you into situations that you have no business being in in the natural, but because he's already there, he's declaring that you can too. We know that Peter began to sink, and when he began to sink, he changed his vision. He looked back to Jesus, and he said, I need help. And Jesus lifted him up, and they walked on water, I think, back together to the boat. Um, looking unto Jesus, verse 2, the author and finish of our faith. And then this verse really gets deep. It says, who for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross, 
despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. And none of us will ever understand the magnitude of Calvary and how it impacted Christ. But the Bible says this, that before Jesus ever got to the cross, the Father showed him the victory that was on the other side. And when God allows us to go through these moments, these valleys, these defining moments that determine our future, determine the rest of our life, the easy way out is never the answer. It's the walk of faith. And boy, faith takes a lot of strength. Faith means that, that you will say this, either God, I'm choosing a way that either God comes through or I perish. There's no safety net. Either God does it or it's over. And I can look back over my life so many times, and in every instance, every instance, every instance, God came through. It may have been in the midnight hour, but he came through. And today we walk in victory. I've never had more authority, more anointing, more power, more blessing more revelation than I walk in today because of the blessing and, and God giving us the strength. And so the Father shows Jesus the other side. I think he shows him the church. And so the Bible says that, that when Jesus is dealing with the cross, in fact, he, he's, on, he's nailed to the cross, and I won't go into all of the, the horrible process that he went through but this is where a lot of Christians fail they think Jesus will never take them to a place to, that they have to actually get on the cross you know we've we went through a long season now where we've heard so much about prosperity and blessing and Christians don't suffer and and if you are you are the will of God no the will of God I promise you for every individual is going to have in it seasons of suffering because through our suffering is perseverance and perseverance is steadfastness and steadfastness is faith and faith produces hope and hope produces victory and we become strong in God through the um, through the difficulties that we encounter and the Bible says that Jesus he he endured the cross you know, in the garden, he, he asked the Lord, he said, if it be possible, Father, <clears throat> let this cup pass from me, but nevertheless, thy will, not my will. And when he got on that cross, he made the right choice. I, I think that Jesus could have walked the other way. Uh, he had to know what the Romans did to people when they crucified him, but he chose to, to fulfill the will of God. I... The will of God will take you to the point of death. The will of God will take you to where your strength, your wisdom, your ability literally dies. And if God doesn't do something, then you're not going to make it. And that's where God always wants to bring us because he wants the glory. We need to have testimonies that say, but for the grace of God.
that if God had not come through, we wouldn't have made it. What does that do? It makes us give glory to the Lord. He endured the cross. He despised the shame. How could he do that? Because he kept his eyes on the joy that God had already shown him. And see, God will give you a glimpse of what's on the other side of the test. He'll give you a glimpse of what's on the other side of the valley. He'll let you, by the Spirit, get a taste, and, and you can feel it in your spirit, and you sense it, and you don't know how in the natural it's going to happen. But when you begin to go through that, you just look at it and you go, I will get through this. I will endure this trial, and I despise the shame that the enemy's trying to put on me. And then the, the verse 2 of Hebrews chapter uh, 12 ends with this. He sat down on the right hand of God. There was no failure at Calvary. Jesus, hallelujah, sits down on the right hand of God. Hallelujah. I think maybe when Jesus walked back into heaven, the angels lined the road and clapped their hands and praised Jesus. Hallelujah for the example. Looking unto Jesus. I want to end this today. You got to keep your eyes on Jesus. Listen, whatever the devil's saying, there's already a verse that has been written that contradicts it. There is nothing the devil can say that Jesus Christ has not already wrote in this book that there is an answer to. So I encourage you today, get your eyes off of the waves. Just, you, you have to pull yourself up by bootstraps and say, I am going to get through this. I'm going to endure this. Weeping may endure for a night. Joy comes in the morning. God bless you. Be strong in God. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org.